Don't go anywhere. <laughs> it's overtime. <laughs> All right, we are back. <laughs> we're back Oh my, now I can't get into the, the picture out of my mind of You're Mike welcome. a bunch of beads in his braid. That's uh, a bead. In his braid. You know what I mean? Braided. <laughs> it's it's late. Good Lord. I am a lot more tired than I thought I was. <laughs> Holy geez. Um, anyway, uh, another amazing show. Uh, yes. Gotta love having David Morley on here. Um, I did. Whoa. You gonna be all right there, Kayla? Or? It was a big glass. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh my, that Grey Cup week is going to be fun. One glass um, is all you need. That's right. I'm so sleepy though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I understand. It's overtime. I did. Uh, I did have somebody ask if we could put uh, overtime out as a separate podcast, um, just so that they'd be able to get a chance to um, to listen. Um, so we, I, I will try doing that, uh, and we'll kind of see. But give us your feedback on on what you think yeah. on that. I mean, you know, we skip it. Um, the main reason we had had left it just on YouTube was so that we could draw more people to the YouTube page. Um, but if somebody actually does want to listen to us. And no fire after filters. hours <laughs> there's no fire trucker filters in this one no right this one we just let her rip uh so um yeah god damn this anyway, they uh we, we get we go crazy on this but uh but we do want to catch up and and obviously some of the questions we get from some of the fans are great and we can't get to them during the podcast so this is a nice way to to catch up on those so all right super fans scroll back and yeah. let me know i have no chats on my screen today so i can be oh no so i can make it up you. this is Perfect. Correct. Yeah. Awesome. Just like you do uh, for history. It's the same thing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that photo isn't even 1910. It's just a bunch of random dudes. <laughs> we're just like, you, oh my it was gosh. Mo and Larry and Curly, like right, right. in the pic. I think you I think it was just a really, really early SCTV scene that you just took right. a black and white picture of. It's perfect. Yeah. There it is. I haven't seen it anymore. It was 3D. Ooh. I fell yeah. for it. Uh so a lot of people talking about the kick return touchdown, of course. Oh, awesome. uh, Jim Capper for the hair. So that's great. You can for the hair. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Hashtag yeah, that's for be the hair. There. Oh, that that's the shirt. Yeah. Bring the t-shirts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tim also says TSN was using some great camera angles as well. That goal line overhead shot. And just it was like, it was so cool, but because I was it, like it was our family pizza and movie night. So I right. kind of had the game on, on my phone and then the show I was trying to, you know, kind of be do both. And so I kind of saw it happen, but I never saw the side angle to see how, like how fast he ran. So yeah. I'm still like trying to go through all the different things to see it. I keep seeing that like the end zone cam view was yeah. awesome. Don't get me wrong, but it was, uh, it, um, it was just cool. It happened. Yeah. I was in the kitchen and I heard like a little bit of, dusty kind of escalating his voice and i ran in and i was like you've got to be kidding me <laughs> yeah so amazing. dustin you know we all love you but uh the the proper term when he ran the turn <laughs> back was that he ran it to the turf district i thought we discussed this anyway oh, well. that's, uh, you know it was very good. he was excited he forgets that's yeah. right yeah that's fair yeah he I didn't know what was it. happening that's right what what is happening yeah, I was watching it from uh, Hudson's. Actually, uh, Janelle and Sean had a fundraiser for the oh, Strawberry right. Children's yes. Hospital. Yes, so there was a, a whole large bunch of us in the room just watching that at the time, and it's like 
everybody on Twitter. You just looked and it was just all tagging Chris Agar. Yeah, exactly. Which was pretty fun for sure. So that's yeah. that was kind of a special moment. It, it, uh, it was very good. Also, uh, extra shout out to uh, Janelle and Sean because uh, they came and picked uh, Nathan and I up and took yes, Nathan I heard. for a drive in the Tesla. And he got to sit in the front seat. And let me tell you, he was pretty excited. He didn't. Yeah. He, he was very, very calm. While we were doing that, didn't, you know, ask a ton of things, just kind of enjoyed it. But uh, afterwards, he was like, please tell Janelle and John, thank you very much. He, was yeah. very, he really enjoyed it. So it yeah, they told good. us about it after. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, okay. So a big fan 2019 uh, is asking about the upper deck. Obviously, we've talked about that. Uh, do they think yeah. they'll open more tailgate spots? Uh, ironically, they doubled tailgate this year. And I think that this year had a really good feel to it. I don't hmm. see them adding any more right now. Dang um, it. There'd been rumors <laughs> of well, there's some people we need to kick out. So correct, oh, same number of spots. We can, yeah. uh, you know, get you in there on that. So that'll be kind mm -hmm. of fun. And, and I've heard rumors that they might do lot B as well. Uh, I don't think mm -hmm. that they need to do that just yet. Let's get this building up a little more, and then we can add more down the road when demand asks for it. But it was a lot of fun this year. I thought. Oh, the I energy thought it was level great. was outstanding. So was yeah. so good. And that's the thing. If if you add more, uh. I think it's either going to spread it out a little too much yep. or you're going to take away from the people who were coming to the tailgate to be right. like to visit and all that stuff. They're going to get their own. Like, I think we saw that and I'm not begrudging people those. I want them to have their spaces and that's amazing. Yep. But for the first few years we did it, like Chris Agar was always at our, tailgate but now yeah. he has his own so we kind of just see him in passing do you know what i mean yeah. so it i i think they're they're right at the right level right now just to keep it building and and build that excitement and that feel and then look at expanding now as you said mike there's some people who need to be removed because they don't use off. their spot. yeah if they're not yeah. using their spot yeah. or if they're just using it as a parking spot and not tailgating like they Correct. really need to sort of keep track of that because the whole point is to build a community build a lot of fun and a right. vibe going into the games so everyone's really pumped and especially if we're going to start seeing that thirty-one thousand is the cap right. uh, and we're filling at 80 percent on average in some games like it might be sold out so they're opening like maybe some of the stuff on the on the east mm -hmm. side or whatever uh upper deck would be kind of cool so I think they need to really build that and just get as many people in there as possible so that we have 160 stalls all filled, all tailgating. If not every time, at least 90% of the time would be great. So, And if someone doesn't show up for three years, they don't deserve the spot anymore. Four. Four years. Yeah. Four. Yeah. 19, 21, 22, and now 23. They've shown up one time. And it was the one time after it's park in their spot because uh, someone parked in his. Good times. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. tailgate's fun. I love it. I love it. It is. Yeah. Uh so Ken's asking actually how I have to I have to say again, because I just saw a video again of you cutting that Montreal smoked meat and I'm like just salivating. I'm like, whenever you decide to make that again, I'm happy to come your way. That there we oh go. My God, it looked it was so good. Anyway. Maybe we'll we'll bring it over and have a that might have gathering. That might be my favorite. that might have been my favorite tailgate meal this year. Was that the was Montreal smoked meat, which I did not expect, but it, oh my God. It was so a lot of fun to make for sure. It just, it's two weeks to make it. So it's, yes, a, long one. it's a lot of work. Yeah. No kidding. We'll see what next year brings. Mm -hmm. um, so Ken asks, how much rope does this team get in the 24, 24 season? They cannot start the season. Oh, and three or Oh, and four. Um, 
Chris says, Ken, in my opinion, I think the EE need to be a couple of games from 500 at worst. Um, yeah. And then Ken says after the first third or so, I would agree. Yeah, I agree that they have to be probably 500 in the first third before. Right. But, but I think here's the thing. Are they going to change anything in the middle of the year? I doubt it. Right. Because I mean, <laughs> so, okay, so here's something that we all, this would be a little bit dramatic, but just to make my point. Okay. So we bring in Craig Dickinson as the offensive court or the special teams coordinator, right? Uh, or we bring in Jason Shivers as the defensive coordinator and Jones takes over just uh, head coach and, and GM and away we go. Team finishes the first six games at one and five. What do you do? Mm -hmm. Do you, do you say, okay, yeah, we're going to get rid of Jones. Okay. Well, the coach's cap means you can't bring anybody else in. Right. And you're halfway well, through the season at that point. We've got 500,000 extra on the, <laughs> on the books. <laughs> Wait, because now that we've got that, rid of him. So this, this is my thing. I, 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 I know we can talk about rope and, and, and would we be happy about it? Of course not. But, and I think they do have to finish the season at least 500 next year, or at least very close to it. Right. Um, eight and 10 at worst kind of thing. right at worst exactly um and then they and then i understand they would make changes because it was a three-year plan but i i think this is whatever they do in this offseason is going to stick for the rest of next year that's my guess no matter how grumpy we are there's a cap that makes it so that you can't just be like okay we're just going to replace the whole coaching set like you can't it's impossible right. yeah so if there was no the, coaching cap then, or oh, if once the season was over, different. it's they're gone, so it doesn't count anymore. But even then, you still got to wait to the end of the season. hundred percent. Yeah, that's the thing. Hundo uh, P. Hun, correct. Hundo P. Uh, what else we got in here? Uh, Leanne says, question. Who is originally for the duo, but we'll take it. Uh, okay. Who is on the wish list for who replaces Victor QE permanently? Uh, I mean, I still like Paul Graham. Yep. He's the uh, vice president at TSN. Uh, he's an Edmonton boy, so he kind of gets it. Um, but he also gets the relationships um, with the broadcasters and everything else. Mm. I think that might help us a lot. Um, other than that, I mean, who of us had heard of Victor Cuey two Correct. years ago? Correct. Right. And, yeah. and this time in 2021, no, I mean, unless you're a huge fan of, of mixed martial arts and you happen to know all the different groups around the world no one's heard of victor qe right uh, at least in our group yeah so i don't know it could be easily be someone we just never heard of the only thing that i and i mean i know there's lots of people that'll say sean fleming and and i can't say i'd be upset about that i just mm -hmm. know that it i think that's very difficult uh, and he's not going to take the pay cut to For do that like cut. that's the that's the thing but then again um, victor qe made more than he did so that's you know. oh yeah so i guess that's fair um my only thing is I love the stability that Rick Lawlisher has brought. Yeah. And I'm happy with what he, I know from this, the little bit of conversation I've had and, and from what we've seen him do, I, I like his vision. I like what he kind of aims for the team. So if we know we've got that in place and I understand it's temporary, but even he has said it may not be as temporary as we kind of wanted it to be. Uh, I don't, 
they need to take time and find mm -hmm. the right person, yep. no matter who it is. And I know in BC, they kind of did that in even in bringing in Dwayne Vineau, who we know and has been on yep. the show. Um, and he was there with Rick for the better part of a year before Rick stepped out. Do you know what I mean? So I, I, I think anyway, it was a good half yeah. year anyway. So I, I don't know. I, don't get me wrong. I don't want Rick to stay any longer than he needs to because he needs to actually enjoy not working. I, I would, yeah. I would like that for him. But they got to take the right time and find the right person. They do. I mean, what we have to decide on what the right person is. The one thing I'll say about Rick is Rick is more a traditional team president than Victor Kiwi ever was. And yeah. I think a lot of people for as terrible as the team had been doing over the last, at that point, year and a half, mm -hmm. we were still talked about a lot with positive things because a lot of the things that Victor Kiwi had brought. Well, I agree. Victor Kiwi and Amar Doman in, in BC, you had this sort of new wave of people running clubs, whether it's an owner or a president, mm -hmm. that it just seemed like, okay, well, this is, they're doing a lot of things that are different. They're not doing just recycling the same thing over and over again. Correct. And I would like to see people not necessarily doing everything the same, but bringing in some new ideas and mixing maybe in with that more traditional thing. So you're talking oh, about agree. younger people who are maybe got some new ideas or have some younger people with them that are going to get new ideas and bring those in. So I'm hoping we get something like that. Yeah, no, I now that I agree with. I would, yeah, I'd love to see somebody who's, got a vision right yep well i feel like i don't know maybe it's just me and my perception but rick maybe did take a few cues from victor just because i have seen him at tailgate walking around and interacting with people mm -hmm. and i think that's a, a big positive is just yep. to actually enjoy the atmosphere of the tailgate and see what it's about yeah and then grow on that right it's experience mm -hmm. yeah no it has for sure yeah like i said it, it can't just be a the same old same old no again that we've had yep. like i we brought it up earlier in the year is how many team presidents can you name but everybody knew ours right and and for a good things not for right. some of the bad things <laughs> we've had in the past with, with some uh, people around uh, the um, you should not be named yeah exactly. yeah so even yeah, I knew those names and I was barely in football at that point. Right. <laughs> but I say a lot of people couldn't have named the president before Chris Presson, you know, it's like, right. Right. Yeah. It's just one of those things or who's, who was Toronto's president or who was Ottawa's like a lot of people just have no idea. And right. I think that the fact that he was raising that visibility, it was a good thing. So um, what else we got here? Uh, so Jerry's asking, are we set up to have the first pick in the 2024 draft? And Andrew, yeah. you and Paul yeah. and I were talking about this mm -hmm. because um, we tie, we won and lost versus Ottawa and we currently have the same record. And if they lose, we will have the same record this weekend. Um, they beat us by, was it 19 and we beat them by 10. Yeah. So as a result, they win the season series, which means we are finishing in ninth. So I believe we do have the first overall pick regardless of what Ottawa does. Right. Yep. So, and they're playing Toronto, so they're going to have the same record as us. It's just, <laughs> so let's just go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of interesting actually. Yeah. Especially so. getting the first overall pick in a, in a draft that is said to be very, very deep in offensive linemen. Right. So it could be something we trade down as well to get a couple of picks and maybe, you know, 
right if and someone still is get not a good, someone they really really want and still get a, a, a decent o-line or whatever yeah yep. that's good yep mm -hmm. so we'll see it, this canadian draft's a little trickier because sure. you don't always take the best player available because the best player available may not ever come to canada correct yeah Carter Carter O'Donnell already comes be. to mind yeah mm. yeah that's a good one yeah you know um so wait, just man. looking yeah, just looking at a few of people uh, picking their uh, most outstanding uh, award oh, okay. winners. Um, some of these people, uh, let's see, we got Chris Agar's uh, Mool was Cordy. He took some dumb penalties, but no one was allowed to get away with monkey business with Trey. And I think a lot of that, I would say the same with uh, Boyko. Because even, yeah, I would, I would like, say that. Boyko was sure. when I first Boyko. noticed him running out there when a quarterback was sacked. He was the one picking up the quarterback every yep. time. Yeah. I agree. Um, so that was in. Chris also said, uh, comeback player. He voted uh, Scott Hutter. Hmm. Interesting. Which I thought okay. was an interesting choice. I, I loved yeah. Hutter. I think he was one of those guys that when he was playing, whether it was special teams or on defense, he made a difference for sure. So I agree. He really thinks the game. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Leanne does say, uh, when we were talking about potential coaches coming, yikes, no thanks to Dickie. Uh, so I responded, sorry, James. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> well done. That is unfortunate for him, but you know, well whatever. Done. Um, Can Mojo come be a coach? He's amazing. I love there him. you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Coach okay. Phil. Oh, see, there we go. There's a coach we can. Could bring you in. imagine? Yes. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> that would be. Uh, and uh, a bunch of lickens. Yeah, we've all talked about uh, bringing back or someone that should be joining the team this coming year in 2024. Mm -hmm. Everyone's favorite mom, Melissa. Correct. She needs to be somewhere on there. These players would straighten up and fly right, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I There would be no messing about I with would, mama there. Yeah, I love her to be the... Because even if she starts as the like the women in football program and then, then builds from there. Uh, Come we're on. In. We're in. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. This would be great. Um, Jerry is talking about Jake Julian needs to spend the off season working on his positional kicking heck of a powerful leg though. Um, Ken says, I'd like to see Julian do the kickoffs as he has a stronger leg than faithful. Um, another thing I'd mm -hmm. like to see is just give faithful a chance to focus just on field goals on hopefully fair. a lot of converts. Yeah, that's you know? fair. Um, and, and Jake was telling, um, uh, I think the three of us were there at yeah. the, uh, that last game. He was saying people don't talk about how tough it is to punt. Like uh, when you're on the other, like you're on your, the opposing side, the yeah. punting to the sidelines. Cause he said, cause the field is so wide right. to try and drop it in between the numbers in the sideline inside uh, the 15. Across, uh, yeah. And across the whole field, is a lot harder than you would think. So mm -hmm. I have a feeling now that he's had that time to work on it a bit. He he knows he's going to probably be working on that in the offseason. Yeah, I don't think he got a lot of talk outside of some of the diehards, but I think Julian had a pretty solid year. I, I agree. Outside yeah, of that. He was just overused is the, yeah. is the thing. I mean, I loved Jake Julian, but kicking nine times a game? No thanks. Or at I, least, yeah. Nine he did, uh, I believe... Um, I looked it up. He ended up having the the most punts, I think, of the year. Yeah, well, not surprising. Punt attempts. So, yeah. not a shocker. The only one that might have been more is uh, what's his face in Ottawa. Oh, uh, what's his face was good. Yeah, he was great, <laughs> but I can't remember his name at all right now. It because doesn't it's really late matter. And I'm tired. Oh, yeah. Mm. Anyway, their their punter is amazing. He's very good. 
So yeah. So yeah, I'm just looking. Uh, punts. Um, yeah. So for yards, it would have been Javon Leakey, but for attempts, I'm sure it would have been uh, Javon Leakey is uh, a returner. Sorry, this is, I'm on the wrong spot. That's kick yeah. returns. See, it is late. Uh-huh. It is super late. Okay, yeah, kick I clicked the wrong line, and there we go. Jake Julian did have the most punts with 121, and it was Adam Corsack with Saskatchewan. Oh, who had 117. Guess, oh, yeah, that would be good. tied with Cody Grace and Calgary. Oh, Ooh, Richie um, Leone. Richie Leone. There we go. That's when I'm was uh, fourth of 110. Okay. Okay. Not far uh, off. Okay. Nope. Not far off at all. Um, and he hasn't and then, played the last game yet, so he could catch up. Yep, he could easily catch up for sure. <laughs> You're playing Toronto. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Calgary and Calgary plays Winnipeg, right? So oh, they could, catch up. they could be punting a lot too. He's tied for second place. So all right, fair enough. Yeah, okay. Jake holds it for now. Yeah. Um, last little bit here. Uh, Ken says, while it's been talked about by many, the offensive line needs to beef up. I'm more concerned with the unit's ability to pass block. I don't think we were talking about them beefing up as in getting bigger. Um, maybe on the defensive tackle side, but um, right. we're talking about they need to just have people pushing it. Like we need to add yeah. more to that to challenge for those spots yep. um, yeah, on the deep on the uh, offensive line. So that well, should and, be interesting. And, it, and it's it's two sided, right? Mm-hmm. Be able to do the pass blocking a- and open up the lanes for the running. Like they exactly. need, like they need they need both right so yep um i I remember when suk chung went to bc and it he and he's great offensive lineman but at that point he was a great run blocking right offensive lineman because that's what they were doing in winnipeg and he had to learn how to pass block now he does he's very he's much better at it for sure but we need yeah we need guys that can that, that can dominate on that line and you you look at um you look at trey ford especially in these past four games where you're they're playing a good front seven in all four of those games and like one two maybe two before he had to throw the ball and then you watch chad kelly and oh yeah he 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 has a good quarterback don't get me wrong but all the time in the world i was gonna say but if trey had the same kind of time that he Mm -hmm. had we'd be talking about two of them racing for who's the best quarterback. Like, I, I just think it's, yeah, I, I, there is a major difference there. So I want to see yeah. both sides. Yeah. All right. Two little things here. Uh, Ken's got a, a, a great stat. When the team rushes for 90 yards or less, our quarterback got sacked 34 times in eight games. In contrast, when the team rushes for more than a hundred yards and that's 10 games, our quarterback only got sacked 18 times. There you go. So, so more than four a times deal. a game versus 1.8 times a game. Wow. Just that's a, matter. a huge stat. Can you yep. email those stats to uh, the coaches? Yeah. So they got no it. doubt. Well, and that's what we were saying, though. I, I, I didn't understand in the last two games why we weren't seeing more RPO. I like, think he was just trying was, to see what they've got for him yeah. there. Yeah, because that that's going to be the bread and or butter. Or maybe that's his choice, right? Maybe he's just like, no, I want to show that I'm not just a one-trick running quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, last thing, and I think this is a fun one to end on. Uh, big fan, 2019. Uh, what type of merchandise do you want to see the team sell next season? We don't currently have. Ooh. And he made a suggestion of collector cups and programs next season. Oh, okay. Okay, those are those are good selections. What else? What do you got? I there, love collector cups for sure. Mm-hmm. I like it, it actually be attached to like yes. the year. 
it'd be cool to have a collector cup like this is the 2024 mug and then the next year it's this is the 2025 mug do you know what i mean yeah. like i would love for them to have that kind of collection started because yeah. that would be cool um i could definitely find a spot i that's not a problem they don't even uh, do stickers anymore with the years on them though like they did it so that they can yeah. sell it year after year after year it's easier to because you can order a bunch and then you know you've got them for i'd like to see more limited edition things limited yeah yeah that i'd be fine with that the cups sure limited edition something um i think they need to do uh what they don't have in the store we need like the big barbecue mitts for tailgates and uh, yeah. uh but i know and i agree with you kayla i know what you're doing <laughs> god i hope she's pointing at her shirt <laughs> i hope so too uh, no i'm pointing at my non-existent boobs like no <laughs> cfl gear seriously i don't understand why teams aren't selling them in-house or on the I on them I, yeah i, I, I don't agree. get it even if they didn't sell them in the store, they have pop-up stores at either outside the stadium or inside on the concourse. Yep. Sell it at one of those. I don't, yeah, I don't get it. And please also just CFL as a whole, can we have some like, I don't know, ladies sizing too? Not just these unisex, like garb, like, come on. This is so big and Burlap it's so small. Sack, yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. It's even the right color. Yeah, it is. Yeah, not very fond of this color, but I love this. So, the so logo is awesome. Yeah, that it's a so combination cool. of the '60s logo and then the '70s '80s logo, which is awesome. It's very uh, cool. Yeah, Leanne, who of course does have a new member of her family, suggested Ooh. pet clothes, leashes, <laughs> collars, and sweaters. Oh, oh. Sweater. Or, you know, maybe maybe that's for James. I don't know. That could be. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah. mini mini sizes. You'd like that, Leanne? There yeah. we go. I think that'd be awesome. And as again, someone has a a new dog as well. Uh, yeah. it'd be great to have yeah. some more things like oh, that. Yeah. Okay, it's like <laughs> I was wicked, by the way. It's good. I'm just hoping he'll sleep through the night. We'll see. Oh, are you still uh, oh yeah. he's close. He's close. But oh man. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. why they make them so cute at that age. Yeah. So that you don't kill them in the middle of the night when you're not sleeping at all. Yeah. So we don't kill them. Yep. That's um, right. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see more stuff. Programs. The problem is people didn't buy them. Yeah, that's um, fair. So there was, they were losing money. You don't, that's why you don't see people have, I, I just don't like seeing all the physical things disappearing. Yeah. I've obviously collected the annual stickers and the pocket fridge schedules magnets. and the fridge yes. magnets and the, um, the programs and all these things, even when it was the Edmonton sun programs, I've got a box full of them right here. Mm -hmm. Um, that someone was kind enough to give me. It's just one of those things that is just like, Man, I just wish there was more physical items, but I, I love the idea of something that is limited, whether yeah. it's limited just for season ticket holders or it's love limited it. just for we're going to have it for like a week or maybe two weeks. And if, when it's gone, it's gone. Yep. Um, much like the uh, indigenous logo is one of yep. those things that was just like, it's here when it's gone, it's out. We just had a limited run yep. and make it so that it's an item people really want to go to games to get because that's when the store is open. Yes, but bring that indigenous logo back next year. Oh hell was, yes, that was unbelievable. Uh, the other thing that we we haven't talked about, but we all know, we all know, a it's likely going to happen. And the most exciting thing for the off season is that the jerseys will be redone, <laughs> proper color numbers, and then we'll be able to get a jersey again. And I'm so excited! Yeah, seventy fifth anniversary. Here we go. Uh, it, it, that's the other thing. Like, get some merch for seventy fifth anniversary. 
Like, yeah. Got it. They're, that's they're, wild. They've been planning it for a while. So hopefully yes. that that's going to be upcoming, but it's, it's a big deal. You saw Calgary get, do it for theirs a couple of years ago. Yep. Get the, get, get whatever the logo is on the Jersey. 75 years. Um, yep. In. Yeah. Yep. What about the season seat holder boxes too, for the 75th year at least? I you remember the great. box sets that we used to have? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, there were physical tickets though. They don't have physical tickets. So yeah, um, but you can this, still do something. They should give them out like a box with because we got some swag this last year with the yep. lanyard and the passes and oh, I, got the I agree. Yeah. They should have something out of the photo, everything else. They should have something in a box. I agree. That is something that says 75th anniversary. Yep. I agree. Yep. Next year is gonna be my uh 25th year as season oh, ticket holder. Going up. I hopefully. Uh, they don't do it that year, it'll be the year after. Probably be the year after, yeah. So yeah. anyway, I yep. So pretty close, it's pretty exciting. Very exciting. Yep. So I've been there for uh, one third of the years that they've been around. I've been a season <laughs> wow. ticket holder. Oi. I can't imagine if you actually counted all the years that I went, like not as a season ticket holder, but just buying like the Sobeys tickets. Like, oh, yeah. Counted. That was great times. What are you talking right? about? Like oh, so cheap. That's the best way to get like 10 bucks go to a game. Great. I mean, like, exactly. so love that. So easy. Yeah. Or something like this. I love these things, man. This is like I said, you got to bring back paper. Oh, uh, look at oh that. Oh, my good KFC. Oh, that's a yep. great date. Is did it? you happen to look at the date on there? I did. <laughs> did you do that on purpose? Yeah, well, no, it's just the one I had, but 20 years old. My God, that's you're right. so young and full of hope. That was my 20th birthday right there. <laughs> I probably was at that game. Yeah, probably. Might have been, Probably having KFC, too. I see yeah. a KFC presented by KFC. Or that's yep. probably why I went. That's well, the Not Whole Gang was sponsored back then in 90. Yeah, what was what was concession like back then? Oh, it it was always just hot dogs, hot dogs, and, burgers, yeah, yeah, hot dogs, oh, okay. burgers, and, and orange juice of death. Yeah, yeah that, that was at every spot. Don't you remember the McDonald's orange juice oh, of death? It, okay, it's basically, yeah, yeah. the same thing. It's like it's not orange juice. Supposed to be tang, but not orange like, water. Oh, oh, it's like <laughs> just gag it down because there was nothing else, and it was the cheapest thing. Sure, I can do that again. 20 years old perfectly yeah. fine okay great was what I'll is this cheap wonderful <laughs> yep got any kfc oh uh, no i'll mm. stop there on the way home it's fine <laughs> <laughs> who needs tailgate we Whatever. do oh, that's right uh, didn't somebody do that at tailgate a, a couple years ago they brought kfc to every tailgate i'm sure of it i'm sure i remember seeing that but maybe i dreamt it but still i'm I'll bankrupt <laughs> you now jeez <laughs> Still, oh, you're all tired. I can imagine. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anything else in there that we're covering, super fan? Uh, we did get somebody who ended up clicking a link um, from a Norm McDonald video. It just went right next to. It took him to our live show. What? Uh, so <laughs> yeah. So it's somebody watching from Virginia. Really? Hello to wow. Wild Cards Arts and Entertainment, which is pretty fun. That's uh, awesome. Wanted to know. Um, yeah, someone explain the folks what the CFL is. We don't have that kind of time at this point, but uh, <laughs> oh, uh, I'd recommend uh, every Tuesday. Well, not next week because we're off, but uh, right. Halloween. But normally Tuesdays at uh, well, I guess it would have been almost three hours ago now. Um, <laughs> so eight thirty Mountain or uh, you know ten thirty in the evening on on the east Eastern time zones yeah. on Tuesdays. We start. Come watch, learn, interact with all these people. We'd love to talk to you. Oh, that's that's hilarious! Well, I mean, I am not Norm Macdonald for sure. No, but, uh, are you sure? Quite sure. 
not yes. nearly that funny. No, I can't pull that off. But but uh, more alive. So that's good. At this moment, yes, correct. Yes, yeah. Norm would appreciate that. In. Join in more because it would be yeah, absolutely. Fact, you can learn and put your vote in too for who is the mool every year because that's, that's right. Yeah, you're in good company. I don't know jack crap at either. So <laughs> you probably know as much about the CFL as I know about Virginia. So right, that's fair. Uh, it's a good. That's good. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, it's, it's nothing like a little fun at the end. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you both uh, again for a very fun evening and uh, another wrap on a regular season. So our, uh, for those that uh, stuck around long enough, they'll know that uh, we, are, we do have some guests coming from the team um, that uh, on, on a number of different levels uh, of the mm -hmm. team to uh, come and chat with us. Uh, and of course, while Kayla and I are in uh, at the Grey Cup, we will do a bit of live streaming, uh, including Chris losing his hair. Uh, but uh, hey, Kayla, we might actually get to do like a podcast sitting beside one another. It'd be weird. That's weird. Right? It's, been a, it's been a few years. It's been a few years, but you know, nothing like <laughs> Makes having, it special. having a drink and doing a live podcast at the at the Grey Cup. That's always fun. So uh we'll we'll line up as much as we can through that uh, that week to give you some information. We're gonna have some fun while we're there and we'll do another show when we're back. And uh then in this time we'll we'll decide what our schedule is for the off season. Um as the shows come out, they'll still be on Edmonton Sports Talk, and we want to thank them for making mm -hmm. sure that including us uh, it's it's been a great relationship so far so uh, i'm excited to uh, continue that uh, through the off season and in, into next year so thank you again for joining us for all of the fun this season again we won't be back next week but we will be back the week after so uh, remember you can't catch footballs with your face we will absolutely talk to you in two weeks